1: Rise and time, rise and time. Welcome back, Destination Debbie fam. Y'all know who it is, it's your boy GQ. Happy Saturday. We are going to take a look at some Dynasty trades that have popped off over the past week over on the Destination Debbie Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. The squad members have been busy. Busy. Draft is gone. Rookie picks are flowing. Mini rookie mini camp is underway, so it's like pandemonium in the dynasty trade space. So as always, we will be looking at a series of trades that have happened over the past week. And I am not going to tell you it's single quarterback, super flex. We're just going to look at these players and, you know, sort of contextualize the value around where these players are going for. I'll give my opinions on how I would value them in super flex league, single quarterback leagues, whether the team is going for a title or taking the productive struggle approach with the rebuild and a retool. So hopefully this is more applicable to everybody that is consuming the content opposed to just a very specific group of people that particular play in that particular, you know, league format setting. So we're going to jump right into it, jump right into it. And uh, we got to deal with uh, one of the best running backs in the NFL, Mr. Aaron Jones. So on this trade, one team received Aaron Jones and a 2023 first round pick. I'm already feeling that. I'm already liking getting a, a very efficient, running back and a good offense the Aaron Rodgers saga we'll see how that plays out and then acquiring a 2023 first round pick that's money what did he have to give up in order to make that happen TJ Hawkinson Miles Sanders and a 2023 second rounder okay So you got two running backs being exchanged in this deal. I'm personally not a fan of lateral moves, you know, running back for running back wide receiver for wide receiver. But in this case, Aaron Jones is the better running back. He's, just, he just is. He's a better running back than Miles Sanders. And I'm not that fearful of A.J. Dillon siphoning a ton of work from Aaron Jones. So, regardless if it's single quarterback or super flex, I prefer Aaron Jones. Now, the real kicker comes down to T.J. Hawkinson in the 2023 third, 2023 second versus a 2023 first round pick. Because of where we're at, we don't know how this team that, you know, traded the 2023 pick, we don't know where they're going to finish. So, we just have to assume middle of the road, right, right in the middle, pick six through eight range. And if I'm getting pick six through eight in 2023, based on the talent that we know today, that's going to be a part of that 2023 class. I think that's the sign that I would prefer because those 2023 picks, when you got Bij- a shot at Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Tank Bigsby, Keshaan Boutte, DJ Uyonga Gale, Bryce Young, some other talented players in that 2023 class that have not even erupted yet. Ah, man, that's this is a good deal. You know, I like it on both sides. I am admittedly not the biggest Miles Sanders fan. I do think Kenneth Gainwell is going to take some of that receiving down work this year in Philadelphia, but looking at it from both sides, if you're the team that got Hawkinson and Miles Sanders plus a 2023 third, I like that for you. If you're the team that acquired Aaron Jones and a 2023 first, I love that for you. So in this case, in this case, I think this was a very good deal for both sides, me In particular, if I'm on one side of this trade, I'd prefer Aaron Jones in the 2023 first, but I do not think this was a bad deal for either party. Good good stuff right here. It's always good when trades kind of work out for both sides. Not often does that happen. And when you're dealing with me, I'm trying to come out on the, on the higher end of the trade value, nine times out of 10, but this was a good deal for both, both sides. Now let's take a look at one that I absolutely love this deal. Love this deal. Single quarterback or super flex leagues. Love this deal. So in this trade, Josh Allen was traded for Joe Burrow in the one Oh five in 2021 at one Oh five in the 2021 class, depending on which league you, what what your league mates do, if that's super flex and you get a run of three quarterbacks off of the board, Lance Fields, Lawrence, you're guaranteed one of Najee Harris or Jamar Chase at 105. Like you're going to get one of those guys at the 105 spot. So let's just say that's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase for Josh Allen. I want Joe Burrow in the 105. That's Joe Burrow and Najee Harris. I want Joe Burrow and Najee Harris. And if by some happen chance, Justin Fields falls down, let's just say it goes Lawrence, Trey Lance, Jamar Chase, Najee Harris, which has happened. You've got your choice of Justin Fields right there uh, at the one Oh five spot. So, you know, Josh Allen over Joe Burrow in Superflex formats absolutely right now. I think Josh Allen is a top 3 quarterback in dynasty, my personal QB3 in dynasty right now. Um but Joe Burrow is a top 8 dynasty quarterback. So you're 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 trading one top, you know, top quarterback for another. Allen over Burrow, but you're getting an elite talent. In, in, in with that 105 pick, and if it's tight in premium, right? If it's tight in premium, super flex tight in premium. Oh my gosh! I mean, you're looking at you know if Kyle Pitts goes now, you're you're guaranteed probably a Trey Lance, definitely a Justin Fields in that scenario. Now, if it's a single quarterback league, let's just go through that. And I know it's not, but if it were a single quarterback league, you know, Najee Chase Pitts. Harris, they're off the board. So you're staring down the barrel of an ETN, a Javante Williams, a Devontae Smith. Still like that 105 pick and Joe Burrow for Josh Allen. Good deal for that side of the coin. And the other team acquiring Josh Allen, uh, you know, you're getting a top three dynasty quarterback. That's going to be an absolute monster. So I don't think you're losing uh, any stretch. Another good deal for both sides. But for me, give me Joe Burrow in the 105 over Josh Allen. Savvy move, trading You know, a top talent to take a a step down, a little tier down, but then acquire some high-end rookie talent with that 105. Savvy-ass move. All right, let's take a look at this one. And we've got... Tony Pollard in the 102 being traded for Dalvin Cook. And I love this when they when they when the patrons put it all together so we can contextualize the team and see who they have is contextualizing a word. I don't know. I use it all the time, but who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? So, Patrick. So on this team, Dalvin Cook was acquired for Tony Pollard in the 102. This team has Patrick Mahomes, J.K. Dobbins, C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Gasecki, Dallas Goddard, Kenny Galladay, and Joe Burrow. It is a super flex league. So that 102, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, right? You know, Trevor Lawrence off the board is Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Tony Pollard for Dalvin Cook. This is a team that's ready to win. This is a team that's ready to go get it right now and adding Dalvin cook to this roster with JK Dobbins, CD lamb, AJ, AJ Brown, Kenny Galladay, Joe Burrow, Mike Gusecki, Dallas Goddard. And Oh, of course, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah, I mean that, that, that puts you in, you know, championship territory right away. Now the other side of this coin is could he have used that 102 and acquired a little more or, Drafted the quarterback and then traded Trey Lance for maybe Dalvin Cook plus. Maybe. Maybe that could have happened, but I don't hate this deal. I don't hate this deal. I really enjoy it. You know what Dalvin Cook is. You know Dalvin Cook is a top five running back in Dynasty. You know Dalvin Cook is going to touch the ball 300 plus times. Finishes an RB1. Be an absolute stud on that offense. And again, you add him to Mahomes, to Dobbins, to Lamb, to A.J. Brown. That is a championship contending team right now. And the name of the game, damn it is winning. We want fantasy titles. We want to win now. That's a great move to win now and stretch you out a couple of years. Cause cook cook is just now hitting his prime. So you still got a good three, four, five years left of prime Dalvin cook, you know, given health and all of those things. Um, Tony Pollard, whatever it's really Dalvin Cook versus Trey Lance, Dalvin Cook versus, uh, in this case, uh, Justin Fields. That's that's really what it boils down to. And on this team, I don't think Justin Fields or Trey Lance would play over Burrow right now. So you get Dalvin Cook. I like this deal. I like this deal. Uh, that's the type of price you're going to have to pay to get an elite talent at the running back position. But smart, savvy move for E-P-L-O-W, one of the patrons, man. That's one of my boys right there. Like that deal. Give me the Dalvin Cook side on this one for this team. And you know, you know, you got to pay the price to get a top top running back. So I, I don't hate it at all take a look at another deal with Joe Burrow and a player that I'm seeing tossed around like uh, he he getting tossed around like hotcakes, getting tossed around uh, like a set out at a Q-Dog party, just tossed around all over the place and Justin Jefferson, and I don't know why. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. I don't know why Justin Jefferson is being on the move as much as he is in Dynasty Leagues, but in this deal, you got Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson being acquired or moved, depending on what side of the coin this patron is on, for Austin Eckler, T. Higgins, the 109, the 209, and the 212. For me, this is a slam dunk, easy give me Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson. That, that I mean... Burrow and Jefferson over Eckler, Higgins, 109, 209, 212. 209, 212, I don't even care. That's Dwayne Eskridge, the uh, Kadarius Tony. Amari Rodgers range. That's that's what you're looking at 209-212, right? And probably not even those guys at 212. 109, single quarterback leagues. It's Devonta Smith, potentially Travis Etienne, Javonta Williams. So best case, Travis Etienne, my highest ranked player. Well, Devonta Smith, my highest ranked wide receiver out of those guys. Travis Etienne, my highest ranked running back. Let's just put that name there at the 109. Devonta Smith, Travis Etienne, T. Higgins and Austin Eckler, or Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson. Single quarterback league single quarterback league Eckler, Higgins, Travis Etienne, over Burrow, Justin Jefferson. I think you can make that case. I think you can make that that case in single quarterback leagues. If this is a super flex league, to me it's a no-brainer, Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson. No-brainer. I mean, Austin Eckler probably like uh, at the pinnacle of his prime right now. So there's probably a little bit of room to run, but there's more room to the downside for Austin Eckler. T. Higgins is still ascending that 109 pick, Superflex, Devonta Smith, Devonta Williams, Travis Etienne potentially. Maybe Zach Wilson falls there if you want to take a shot on Zach Wilson. 209, 212, I don't care about. Superflex, I want Burrow and Jefferson. Single quarterback. I still low-key want Jefferson, but I think that's that's good draft haul to move Justin Jefferson for. Um, I'd, I'd, prefer, I'd prefer a little higher than the 109, but in single quarterback leagues, I think this makes more sense for the team acquiring the package opposed to Burrow-Jefferson. Superflex, give me Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson. Easy money. All right, another Justin Jefferson deal. And this one is bad. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, Single quarterback, super flex, it doesn't matter. Justin Jefferson was traded for Terry McLaurin, Tony Pollard, and a 2022 first. If that 2022 first is the 101 in 2022, let's just, let's go best case scenario. So now you're looking at McLaurin, Brees Hall, McLaurin, Traylon Burks, McLaurin, um, Isaiah Spiller, And or Justin and I'm not even including Tony Pollard. Probably should Tony Pollard, you know, Brees Hall and Terry McLaurin or Justin Jefferson. I love Terry McLaurin. I think he's a super talented wide receiver. One of one of my favorite wide receivers in the league to watch play. Excellent in fantasy football. Love him in Dynasty. I've acquired. I have a lot of shares of Terry McLaurin. Justin Jefferson is a tier two above Terry McLaurin, and he's so young. He's so talented. The, 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 he's still, I don't even, he's not even scratching the surface, right? He's not even, he's, he's just bubbling. He's just, he's still, still brewing, right? Terry McLaurin's volcano was already kind of erupting, you know, based on age and, you know, his situation, like it's already starting to erupt. Justin Jefferson, he ain't even, it's not even, the magma hasn't even reached like the tip outage, like the spew or whatever the fuck you call the top of the volcano. I want Justin Jefferson, um, in this deal, you know, uh, I I wouldn't have made this trade. I would not have made this trade. And if I did, I would have, I I would want a 2023 first with this, like that would make me feel a little bit better. Um, But I'd probably try to get two first round picks and Terry McLaurin. I'd try to upgrade that Tony Pollard piece to somebody different. This is one where I just, I prefer Justin Jefferson, no matter how we slice this, even in the best case scenario, if that 2022 first was the one hundred one, I still want Justin Jefferson on this side of the deal. So, um, you know, love to hear what you guys think in the comments. I'm sure you'll let me know, but give me, give me Justin Jefferson. Give me Mr. Four TDs himself in this deal right here.
0: Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more with a Credit Karma money spend account
1: All right, here we go. We Here we go, here we go, here we go. We got Brandon Cooks, Gus Edwards in a 2023 first being acquired for Myral Sanders. Give me Cooks Edwards in the first. Give me Cooks Edwards in the first. Brandon Cooks, perennially underrated wide receiver. I get it. Situation is dog shit in Houston right now. We don't know who the quarterback is going to be. We don't know any of that. But what we do know is Is every single year that Brandon Cooks is in the NFL, he goes over a thousand receiving yards, no matter what, like death taxes, Brandon Cooks getting a thousand yards, underrated wide receiver dude is coming off the board mad late. Nobody wants him because he's Brandon Cooks and he's in that Houston offense, but he's going to continue to put up a thousand yards. Gus Edwards, underrated runner. I like Gus a lot, you know? Gus is not going to get the volume or the opportunity that a Miles Sanders is because he shares the backfield with Lamar Jackson and J.K. Dobbins. But when Gus Edwards gets the ball, he's efficient. He scores touchdowns. He can catch passes. He's probably one of the best one B running backs in the NFL. When you're talking about, you know, the Kareem Hunt to Nick Chubb, you know, Tony Pollard is kind of in that mold. Uh, to um, to to Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Gus Edwards to J.K. Dobbins is probably right up there. I, I mean, when you're talking about a low low-cost, high-reward-type investment in Dynasty, Gus Edwards is a cat that people need to get on a little bit more because if anything were to happen to J.K. Dobbins, and we don't want to see that happen, but if anything were to happen to J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards steps into a a very good situation as a rock-solid RB2 that can produce RB1 weeks for you. I'm still on the fence. I've been vocal in my Miles Sander hesitancy for, for years now. I mean... I think he's super talented. I just don't think he is who we want him to be or who we think he should be. So if I can get a 2023 first, Gus Edwards and Brandon Cooks, this looks like a Ray GQ deal. I would make that deal. And it's a lot of forward thinking. And if that pick is, you know, 106 to 108, we assume middle of the pack towards the back end with these picks. I like to assume they're going to be towards the end of the draft. And that way, my my expectations are exceeded whenever it's a higher pick. I mean, that 2023 first is going to be gold in a couple of years. So this is a deal where I like cooks. I like the first. Give me Gus Edwards in that deal. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. DeAndre Swift, Kyle Trask, and Ramondre Stevenson were acquired for Kellen Mond, Travis Etienne, and Ronald Jones. All right. Best player moved in this deal was DeAndre Swift. So let's start out with who got the best player. Best player is DeAndre Swift. What did he have to give up to get DeAndre Swift? Travis Etienne... Ronald Jones and Kellen Mond. Ronald Jones may get traded, may get, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Tampa Bay in that backfield. Travis Etienne, first round pick. We know he's going to get opportunity. We know he's going to get a chance to ball. Is he going to be better than DeAndre Swift? I'd say no. He wasn't a better prospect than Swift. And then you've got Mond and Trask, who were damn near drafted back to back. Trask back up to Tom Brady. Mond back up to uh, 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 Kirk Cousins. If you were to ask me who the better quarterback prospect is, is... I think it's Trask, but the higher upside out of those two quarterbacks is Kellen Mond because he can run the ball. He's got legs, but his accuracy is horrible. Like he's got to improve upon that. He's got a cannon of an arm, but he's an inconsistent passer of the football right now. Trask doesn't have the arm, but he's more accurate, and that's the system that Bruce Arians wants to run. Then you got Ramondre Stevenson, who was drafted in the fourth round. I'm not a big fan of him, but he goes to New England where they rotate running backs left and right, so he could be the Garrett Blanc goal line guy. He could up getting more volume than we think. I believe that if I were acquiring one side of this deal, give me the DeAndre Swift side. I want the best player in the deal. This is a lot of, you know, Jones and ETN. If Jones could secure the lead role, if we knew Ronald Jones was the featured back in Tampa Bay, even if they didn't extend him or anything like that, if we knew that he was gonna get the volume and a chance to show out, because every time he does get the ball and he holds on to the ball, he produces. And if Tampa Bay didn't believe in him enough to re-sign him, I believe Ronald Jones with a solid season will earn himself, you know, a two-year contract somewhere else to be the guy, a la Melvin Gordon in that type of role. But we're not assur- we're not assured that right. They brought back Leonard Fournette. We just don't know what that backfield is going to shape up to look like. And I think Leonard Fournette is going to be the leading ball carrier in that backfield. So because of that, because Travis Etienne probably is not going to be the guy this season, and maybe not next season unless they get rid of James Robinson because he's not just going away. Yes, his his high upside ceiling is gone, but he's not going away. I want DeAndre Swift, Ramondre Stevenson, and Kyle Trask. I just want the better player in this deal, Nesty Andre Swift. But the team acquiring ETN, well, you get you a first-round pick, reunited with this college quarterback, you know the narrative and all of that good stuff. So I'm just a little less bullish on Jacksonville's offense overall because I really don't trust Urban Meyer and what the hell he's doing with Jacksonville right now. All right, T. Higgins. T. Higgins, the forgotten wide receiver in Cincinnati, was acquired for Deontay Johnson in the 210 Solid deal for both sides. Deontay's dope. T. Higgins is dope. Deontay Johnson's got tons of target competition in Pittsburgh with Najee Harris, with Chase Claypool, Juju Smith Schuster, Pat Fryermuth, Eric Ebron, and the diminishing arm of Ben Roethlisberger. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, but he's got Joe Burrow. T. Higgins is being slept on, man. I, I, I think people are underestimating how much, you know, you know, adjustment it is for rookie wide receivers, even though we just saw Justin Jefferson go off, saw C.D. Lamb do his thing. You know, those are those are the the, the outliers, not the norm. So while Jamar Chase, I do totally believe that he's going to be the alpha at some point um, in his career earlier in his career than later. T. Higgins is going to be an excellent compliment. They are going to complement one another very, very well. And it's going to work beautifully. I think T. Higgins is still going to be a thousand yard receiver that we've seen that happen. Look at Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Amari Cooper and C. E. Lamb are poised to do that. We've seen Anquan Bolden and Larry Fitzgerald in the past. Multiple Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers finish as top wide receivers in fantasy. Antonio Brown and Gigi Smith-Schuster, Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry can both produce. Like, we are going to see it's not just one guy. And T. Higgins, the value dip that he's received so far because Jamar Chase is there, he's not getting 200 targets. You know, T. Higgins is still going to do his thing. 100 plus targets last season. I-, I think he's being slept on. So in this deal, I think this was a solid trade for both sides. But if I, you know, if I'm looking at the 210 as a Dwayne Eskridge, maybe he turns out to be something. You know, if that's Ramondre Stevenson, if it's Superflex, if that's Kellen Mond, I want T Higgins. I want the better wide receiver. And I believe T Higgins is a better wide receiver than Deontay Johnson, but Deontay is, is, is hella dope. He's a good wide receiver, but give me T Higgins side of this deal. That's the, that's the side that I prefer on this trade. And the final one that we are going to look at for this week of May, what is it? What was the week today that started the 10th, May May 10th trades? It was a big boy trade, productive struggle type team that's trying to rebuild. So there was a lot that happened here. So this team sends away DeAndre Swift, Chuba Hubbard, Josh Palmer, and a 2022 third round pick, and in return received A.J. Dillon, a 2022 first-round pick, a 2022 second, a 2023 first, and a 2023 f- fourth. So two firsts, 2022 and 2023, a second 2022, and a fourth in 2023. A.J. Dillon, the backup running back to a- Aaron Jones. And in return, uh he gave up Swift, Hubbard, Palmer, and a 2022 third. I like the picks. I, I like the the, the two first-round picks. I like the 2022 second. And A.J. Dillon is a fine throw-in. Best player in the deal move was DeAndre Swift. So naturally, I gravitate to that side of the deal first. But after that, you've got a solid handcuff in Chuba Hubbard. I like the landing spot as a backup to CMC. Josh Palmer got the draft capital in a good offense. Still has to win that number three role. But if he does, that's great with Justin Herbert. 2022 third, don't really care. It's going to be shit telling you right now. Don't even worry about it. So... You know, two first round picks, a second in A.J. Dillon for DeAndre Swift. I like that. I like that side more than the team that gave up, you know, the the team that traded, you know, Ronald Jones and Travis Etienne uh, for DeAndre Swift. Like, I like getting the two first round picks, the seconds. Those are going to be valuable assets and pieces to move in the future. Doesn't help you immediately. And A.J. Dillon, no, he, who knows, man. If Aaron Rodgers isn't there and they got to run the ball a whole bunch, A.J. Dillon is going to get his touches. Jamal Williams is gone. It's A.J. Dillon. It's Aaron Jones, the two A's in the backfield. Um, you know, is he going to be a viable fantasy play weekly? Hell no, unless something happens to Jones. But if it does, A.J. Dillon is is locked and loaded as a volume-based running back, high-end RB2 at that point that can give you RB1 weeks. DeAndre Swift, best player in the deal. But in this side, the team that made the trade for all the picks, if you're in productive struggle mode, I think that's about as good a return as you can get for a player like DeAndre Swift. No one's trading you three first for Swift. So to get two firsts, a second, a fourth, and A.J. Dillon, home run, home run for Demmer, 1983. And the team that acquired DeAndre Swift, I'm going to just assume uh, you want some youth on your team. Maybe you're not win now, but you're closer to win now. Uh, then win later because you gave up a bunch of assets, right? A bunch of first round picks. So I love the team that got, you know, you get DeAndre Swift. That's a great move. And I hope that you're is to go for a title now, because if you're not, you're going to regret moving all those picks. That's it. We are done. That is this weekend review of trades from the Destination Debbie patrons. If you want your trades featured on the show, if you want to interact with people, man, there's so many damn notifications going off every single day. I'm telling y'all we're building something special at Destination Devi, And I just want to let you know, I know there's a lot of stuff floating around about my departure from Fantasy Pros. Love Fantasy Pros. Appreciate everything they've done for me. Uh, Roto Underworld, uh, my last show as a host of The Breakout Finder will be this coming week. I will be solely focused on Destination Devi moving forward, and I've got a a, a really cool announcement that I'll drop a little bit later um, about my partnership, a true partnership uh, with one of the best fantasy sites in the game. That's where I will exclusively have um, some original content for that channel. So, you know, fantasy pros, nothing but love for him. Matt Kelly, podfather and Roto Underworld crew, nothing but love for him, but, you know, some great opportunities have, have sort of come my way through hard work and and dedication and to you guys, everybody that follows, everyone that listens to the podcast, subscribe to the channel. I greatly appreciate it. If you're listening on the pod and you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, just go on YouTube, subscribe to Destination Debbie. If you're watching this first time viewer, first time listener, hit that subscribe button. Thumbs up. Like it definitely helps me out. Helps support me, support the channel, support the movement that we're having. And uh, I just appreciate it sincerely. More to come, more to, you know, to to deliver to you guys. But y'all enjoy your weekend and we'll catch you later on this week. Out of this thing. Peace.